Hi guys, this is the first episode of the Healing Haley Show, and if you're here with me, thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful, and kudos to you for embracing a little bit of change in your life, you know, switching it up a little, starting some healing. So if you're watching, if you're viewing, let's get right into it. My name's Haley Foreman, and I'm going to be your host. Today, we're going to be talking about awareness and accountability. And what does taking accountability for the things in our life really mean? So before we can get to a place of taking accountability, we first have to become aware of the things that we need to take accountability for. We need to become aware of the things that have been holding us back. So awareness is our first step towards healing and growing and let's just talk about that for a second because I know so many people have probably been like well Haley, I you know I saw mistakes that I had made in my life before or I saw how you know things weren't really good for me and you know I, I made changes I made different decisions like why am I like at the same outcome or why am I getting the same results and I know how incredibly confusing that can be um I've definitely been in that space too so I completely get it let's start recognizing the unwanted patterns in our life the kind of harsh thing about awareness and realizing that we need a drastic change in in our approach to things is that you know usually when that awareness comes about is when we find our life in between a rock and a hard place as they say um or you know you feel that like you're backed against a corner and you can't be blind to the fact that like something needs to change because it's not going well (laughs) um I've been there so Uh, I totally get it. And once we start kind of, you know, getting into that state, now we start, as I said, recognizing these unwanted patterns and we kind of have to dive deeper into them. So how do we dive deeper into them? How do we really figure out what's going on at the root of these um, situations that are presenting themselves in our lives? So... Let's run through a couple different scenarios. Let's say you're having issues around your work and your career. And, you know, you went to college, you did the thing, you got the certificate. um, You found a job and now you're working and you're trying to pay off your student loans. The job's going well at first. You're like, yeah, I'm a working person and I'm making money and everything's good for a while and then you know you get to 10 months a year later and you're like well I'm not really liking this you know I do like this field of work but maybe I'm in the wrong position or maybe you know this environment isn't great for me so you go looking for a new job you find a new one and then you start off positive you're like yeah I'm gonna make more money at this job it's um it's a better environment and I feel really good about it and 
you know, you're just being optimistic, which is great. And then, you know, flash forward six to eight months later again, you're like, I I don't want to be here. Like that feeling is coming up again and you're like, ah, like this isn't working out for me. And I think it's, I think it's my boss. I think like, you know, we don't really get along and that's really causing a problem for me here. And then you decide it's time for me to part ways with that job too. And you go find another one. And then you just realize that this cycle kind of repeats itself. And, you know, three years down the line, you've gone through four or five jobs and you're like, what's going on here? You know, and we can think about another scenario, like say a friend or partner or a family relationship, any type of like connection in your life. Um, if you've had that connection break down, you know, that probably came with a lot of feelings of hurt or broken trust or whatnot. And now when you move into different situations, you're like, yep, I like overanalyzed that last situation and I know exactly what went wrong. And now I'm going to make these choices so that I can have a different outcome because I want long lasting um, relationships and connections in my life. And all of a sudden you're in like a really similar boat to the work situation where you maybe met this person and they were so much different than your ex. And you're like, yeah, like this is going to be good for me because, um, these other things that were happening in the past are no longer happening. So everything's going to be great now. A couple months later, it's breaking down. Cycle repeats itself with your friends or, you know, maybe you have um, situations with a family member and you guys keep having uh, conversations and you're hoping it's going to go well and the the fr- the um, connection is kind of mended and then they do something again and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I trust them? Like, you know, or like you're, you're getting into that mode of like just constantly repeating those uh, mistakes before even though you thought you were making progress or uh, making changes but you're at the same result so think of one more scenario maybe you've been struggling with diet and exercise and just being more healthy in general in your life you know for those of us who struggle with that um, as I point to myself for the people who can't see me, it can be really hard to like know where to start and know where to go next. And, you know, you look at a workout program or a diet program and you're like, yeah, like this is going to work for me. I, I, I believe in this. And you do it for a few weeks and you're not really seeing the results that you want. And then you see a new program and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like that new program has this thing that this other diet program didn't have. And that thing is what's going to help me to lose weight. That's why I'm not losing weight or that's why I'm not achieving the results that I want. So you jump to that new program. Then hypothetical situation, halfway through that new program, you find yourself on a Thursday afternoon in the Krispy Kreme drive through six and a half donuts down before you've left the parking lot and you're just thinking to yourself, why did God have to make Krispy Kreme donuts so delicious? 
you know, and you're going down the road of like blaming the donuts instead of, you know, yourself and your own decisions. And you're like, you know what, next time I'm going to stay at home and I'm going to, I'm going to eat a salad. I'm not, I'm not going to do this next time. And, you know, you kind of get into that cycle of breaking promises to yourself or thinking you're on the right path and then being totally thrown off of it again or being back into an old cycle and um, just not really making any progress. So now that we've kind of spoken about all those scenarios, like, of course, there could be other scenarios as well. Like it could be related to school or finances or whatnot, like you decide what those things are in your life, right? Um, And start kind of grouping together these unwanted patterns that keep repeating themselves. And just group them together at first, just list them out, maybe write them down if you want to. And don't worry too much about like what the reason is yet. Just try and say, okay, well, what are these things that have happened that, you know, I've been disappointed about the way they turned out. Just kind of get those all together. So now that we've discussed a couple of scenarios, let's talk about how we can get confused about the things we need to be aware of. Usually, if there's a situation in your life and you're thinking about how to rectify that situation or how to have a better result, if you find that you're thinking about it on a very surface level or you're externalizing why it actually is even happening in the first place, chances are this is why we're going to get to that confused state that we spoke about in the very beginning of the episode of like, I made this change, why am I at the same result? If you start making changes based on like, let's give a couple examples, you know, with work, you're like, it was my boss, it was the environment, um, the job wasn't active enough for me, whatnot. If it was a, a romantic relationship or a friendship, you're like, oh yeah, that person was too needy or like um, that relationship didn't work out because the person wasn't trustworthy or whatever like it, it doesn't matter like but you're like I'm gonna find a different person who isn't as you know outgoing and charming on the surface because those people can't be trusted because my ex was like that like you know and then you you kind of go searching for someone who is like opposite to that and you hope that that's going to maybe help you change um or help help you achieve a different outcome um Or like I kind of said it when I was talking about a a diet program, but you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this new one that has this new thing that's going to create the change within me or is going to give me the um, result I'm looking for. So kind of focusing around this surface level external thing is just going to change. You're just looking at changing things around the root of the problem and hoping that if you change those things that the problem itself will change but you actually need to get to the root of the problem and solve it from there so 
let's flash back for a second and let's let's think about my early high school days when I went to a public all-girls Catholic high school. I know you're thinking it's not as bad as it seems. Um, I I did really enjoy my high school experience. I know lots of people didn't, but um, I did. I had a really good time. And one thing that was kind of unique about our high school is that we had lunch groups. So girls would sit together every day and consistently eat lunch with the same people um for the most part and you know it was lots of fun we laughed a lot we joked a lot and it was something that you could always look forward to but there was a period of time where you know one of the girls in the lunch group was in an argument with like three or four other girls and then she started kind of fighting with me and I was like whoa like what's happening here like you're fighting with three or four people now you're fighting with me none of us are fighting within each other like what's the common factor here and obviously it was her and at that moment I was trying to get her to maybe look at what the root of the situation was not only that it was the fact that she was fighting with everyone but like why was she fighting with everyone or why was this happening you know, um, and if we can kind of use that example as a template for our own life and think, okay, all of these things are happening around me. Like, what's what's going on here? Because I'm at the center of it. And even though, yes, someone may be um untrustworthy or toxic or so in in some way or um I don't really like the word toxic but you know um someone may may not be good for you or be doing something that's like not good for um the health of a relationship or a friendship um or yes like your boss may be really hard to get along with for sure like those things are are absolutely possible um but they're not really rooted at the center of like what's happening um so now let's think about coming from this perspective that you are at the root and that life isn't happening to you because we can get into this frame of mind that you know, I keep trying to make a change and everything just keeps going the same way and you feel defeated and you get into this very kind of um, trapped mentality of like bad things are just attracted to you and, you know, you're trying to do your best, but woe is me. And, you know, you can kind of get all up in your head like that and think that you're unlucky or something. Um but when we start to look at things from a different perspective and think about if what is what if life isn't happening to me like what if life is actually happening happening for me so imagine if something within you is actually attracting those situations 
then you can start to think about it in a way of like, well, maybe I'm still attracted to those situations because there's something within me that I need to look at and fix before I actually try to fix the problem itself. So now you can kind of look inward and be like, if we take the the job example, we can say, okay, well, what's important to me around a job is the amount of money I'm going to make every year because financial security is like really important to me. And then you go a little deeper and you're like, I'm at this job, you know, I've, I've leveled up over the last three years. I'm making more money than I was before. You know, I'm collecting this paycheck every two weeks and financially, like it's the job I want, but otherwise I'm feeling drained and like not liking any of these jobs and getting into this cycle over and over again. So now you have to start thinking to yourself, like, is financial security really that important to me? Like, is it, maybe it is important to you, but is it the most important thing to you when it comes to your career? And now you have to start checking yourself and becoming aware of the things that are actually important to you because it can be really easy to get caught up in the fear of something and think that that is your, like, that's what you value the most. Um, but like in this situation, your whole being, your state of mind is telling you that like, this isn't serving you. This isn't fulfilling your purpose. You're not happy here. You're not happy in any of these positions within this field. Um, yes, maybe, you know, you have enough money to sustain the lifestyle that you want, but could we maybe make a change and live a lesser lifestyle, but do something that makes us more happy on a consistent basis? Or could we stop having limiting beliefs about how much money we can make in certain fields and try and find a way to do what we love and make the money that will give us the life that we also want? You know, like how how can we start becoming aware of like what's actually important to us? And that takes a little bit of soul searching. Like that's not something I can tell you in a video. This is where, you know, I told you to write down all the things that are happening in your life and how they're repeating themselves. And when you write down that list, now you need to start looking at that list and really being honest and open with yourself. If you need to talk it out loud, I do that all the time. Like I'm screaming at the sky sometimes and I won't judge you. So do what you got to do if you want to um, journal or um, talk to a friend or whatever you decide, like, just do it. Just say, I need to like get real with myself about what the things are that I value. Not that what, not what other people have told me to value, not what the world has told me is important, but like what is important to me and how do I go about changing my life to align with what's important to me. So now we're getting into 
accountability because we've kind of discussed okay awareness and how we become aware of things and how we look at ourselves and really be honest and the first part of accountability is taking accountability for ourselves in these situations and saying was I trying to date somebody who was like fulfilling this thing inside of me that that I wasn't like was there an aspect of myself that I needed to like love a little bit more to not keep playing out that scenario or like why am I playing out that scenario and is there something I need to look at within myself first and do I need to heal that before I then go looking for another friendship or relationship chances are yes you probably need to do that all of these things are not so that you find, you know, the love of your life or you find this best friend that you're looking for or the greatest job. Like these things are for yourself. It's to bring you inner peace. It's to finally get to a point in life where you just feel free from all of the limiting beliefs and constructs that have held you back. Because at your core, you already know what you want. So start taking back your power, start getting into a frame of mind of like, I need to be honest with myself first. I need to get to a place where I love myself first, where I'm good enough for myself first. And then go looking for that relationship, you know, then go looking for that uh, dream job, you know, like you can start working on things and you don't have to be at your very best self before you can ever attract these things into your life. But you have to be on that path to alignment. You know, you have to be heading that way. You have to be ready to receive that. You have to create that space within you to allow any of those things in, right? So, you know, if you've been in a relationship with someone who is severely avoidant, you need to now create that space within you by healing whatever it is that is attracting you to avoidant people, you know, or if you're attracted to anxious people, what's attracting you to anxious people? Like, what do you need to create within yourself to, um, to secure your own attachment to everything around you so that you can attract someone else or something else that is also secure or stable in some way. So that's where we get to life is happening for us. Start recognizing that all of the things that are happening to you are not against you. The universe isn't against you. The universe is actually trying to help you consistently putting you in situations where you can recognize this about yourself. And once you start looking at the world as a mirror, you realize, oh my gosh, like this situation has been repeating itself just in different ways over time. And I'm not looking at myself. So now I'm going to start looking at myself. Now I'm going to take a moment to heal what's in me. And if you're in a relationship or you're at a job and you don't want to leave that relationship or you don't necessarily want to leave that job right away or something like that's not me saying oh just get away from it and go on your own like 
you can do this work while you're in a relationship. You can do this work while you're at the job that you don't necessarily want to be at forever. You know, it just takes going within, sitting with yourself, talking to yourself, writing these things down, thinking about making small changes, and most of all, being kind to yourself, being gentle with yourself, accepting that you've made mistakes, taking responsibility for that. So we're no longer trying to make changes now from an external or surface level perspective. Now we're going to look at these situations, we're going to understand we are at the root of them, and we're going to think about what is it about us that is at the root of these situations. It doesn't necessarily have to be one thing, could be a few things, but try and really, um, you know, nail that down, like get to what you think, you know, the core things might be. Um, And then now let's talk about, so we spoke about taking accountability for ourselves and that's how we kind of do it in, in those situations. Um, Let's talk about specifically now in relationships because this can present kind of differently and I want to talk about it really quickly. So let's like jump into a quick scenario. Um, You're with your partner, they come home from work and you're like, hey, could we watch a movie together tomorrow night? And they're like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Tomorrow rolls around and their boss asked them to stay late at work. So they text you and they're like, hey, sorry, I have to stay late at work. Um, You guys don't get to watch the movie that night. You ask your partner again, like a couple days later, can we watch a movie? Um, And they say yes. Then they come home from work that day. They throw on their gym clothes. They have extra long workout. They cook dinner. And by that time, like you have to go to bed because, you know, maybe you have to wake up earlier in the morning. So it didn't work out. You ask one more time and and already you're starting to get like a little bit disappointed and um, like a little bit of resentment is building. But, you know, you're like, whatever, I understand, you know, these things happen. And then the third time around, same kind of scenario. Something happens, they're out with their friends, they end up staying later than they said they would, and you guys don't get to watch a movie again. Now you're, like, actually upset about it, and they haven't truly, like, addressed it, and you haven't said anything because you're like, well, I'm the one who's, I'm the one who's been asking, and they keep, you know, flaking. So you start getting kind of, like, passive-aggressive about it. Um, and then you ask one more time, and it doesn't work out either. Now you blow up. And very typical uh, kind of conversation that may um, occur at this point is, you know, you said you'd watch a movie with me and you've just been breaking your promises, like you're not um, consistent and you don't want to spend time with me and I've been asking over and over and then that person's like, whoa, like, why are you so mad? I didn't know it was so important to you. Like, let's watch a movie now. And then you're like, no, I don't want to watch a movie now because you're just watching it because I said this and you don't really care about watching the movie with me. And like the person's feelings are are very hurt in this situation. So um, let's talk quickly about cause and effect and how 
if you do something that causes someone else to do something, which then causes you to do something and kind of it can happen back and forth like that. So I'm just talking about like normal relationship and connection dynamics. I'm not talking about like a severe trauma or some kind of violence or physical harm. That's not what I'm talking about in this situation. Um, So this was occurring. Imagine you're the person who kept like not showing up for the movie. You didn't apologize. You didn't try to reschedule. You didn't um, acknowledge it in any way, really. You just kind of kept going about even though your partner was asking you for this. Um, So you have to take accountability for that and be like, you know, I'm really sorry. And I can see how, you know, you could feel the way you feel now or, you know, um, I should have tried to reschedule. And you can kind of talk about all those things and just communicate um, how you're feeling about it and uh, be sincere. And you can take accountability in that way. But the part that I wanted to talk about taking accountability is really the other part because that's the more obvious part with the person who didn't show up but the other part is when these things started like happening and your needs weren't being met or your partner wasn't showing up in the way you wanted to you started being passive aggressive instead of actually communicating that your needs weren't being met or you you were feeling a certain way around the situation now we have to start taking accountability for the fact that something is happening and we are not communicating that to someone else and not making it clear to someone else that that's actually bothering us and then people can get in this frame of mind of like well why do I have to communicate that like they're my partner like they should know that and if they're the person for me then they would do it you have to be really careful when you start going down that line now because you're like fantasizing a person and you're being really unrealistic about how people show up in relationships sometimes um and sometimes you have to go through this process of like communicating and taking accountability and then that actually gets better over time and your partner starts recognizing it more and then they actually do start showing up for you you know if if you guys are a good fit for each other then that eventually will happen but expecting that like you should never have those conversations or never take accountability in that way is very like and I'm not just talking about romantic relationships even though that is the scenario in this case we can talk about it in friendships or even family relationships like a very similar thing can can happen so if we jump back to this like in that moment that person has to say hey these are my needs I've asked you to hang out twice and you know spending quality time together is a way that makes me feel more safe about our connection like there's Um, love and care in our connection and you know when I ask you to hang out and then you say you will and then you don't it makes me feel like you don't care about it and I get that maybe for you quality time isn't as important as it is for me but for this dynamic like we have to learn to meet each other's needs for, for us to both feel good and happy and safe So you have to really take accountability in that moment that because you didn't communicate it at first and you didn't like really let them know and then you just started being passive aggressive like in ways that can push someone else away because they can start to be like what why are you being like this or like you know you can just it can just cause these breakdowns that really don't need to happen and for me like I I want to share things like that because 
I want people to like find love and find good healthy relationships but also understand that like they take work like what people say is true like relationships take work friendships take work they take communicating they take listening they take understanding they take being gentle with another person and recognizing that you could have been in that situation like your partner could have been trying to do something with you and you not recognize it and the same situation could have like happened but in reverse so how do we start just being kinder to people and not putting expectations on people in that way and really taking accountability? So we've gone through a bunch of things. We've spoken about awareness. We've spoken about accountability and we've spoken about it in a a bunch of different scenarios. We're coming to the end of this video now. Um, Our conclusion is... When we think about taking accountability in our life, we have to recognize it's not them, it's not the situation, it's me. Why do I keep getting back into a situation like this? You know, you can't blame yourself for someone else's actions or reactions necessarily, but how can you start to look at why do I keep getting back into this situation? Why does this keep occurring in my life? And then that's where we start to kind of, you know, go down the path of learning and growing and healing and actually making changes from a point that's going to give us a different result at the end versus making a change from a surface level that's probably not going to give us the real result that we desire. So guys, if you stuck around for the whole episode, thank you so much. And like, share, comment, subscribe. If you want to connect with me, leave a comment or message me, do whatever. You can also book a session with me. The link is in the description. If you want to talk more, if you want to get more in depth about it, if you need someone to go through these things with you, um, there's lots of ways to contact me. So yeah, like I said, you can Click the link. Also check me out on Instagram and TikTok. I have a Facebook page where I post these um, videos as well. Lots of different podcasts, as I said. So um, yeah, check me out, guys. And I'll see you next week. It's going to be coming out next week, Sunday. And the episode is about emotional maturity. It is my favorite, favorite topic. It changed my life, honestly. So Show up for it if you can. Stay consistent. And I love you guys so much. I'll see you next time.